was standing in front of Dollar Tree. And basically, he was such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. All right, we are live for the Monday edition of the People's Talk Show. And as always, excited to be back. Hope everyone is doing well and had a great weekend and everything in between. And uh, as always, man, looking forward to connecting this week and trying to just filter through some of the main headline stories today, try to make sense of it. Beyond that, to find out what you guys are keeping your eyes on these days. And as always, try to be a source of encouragement, enlightenment, and anything in between. So hope everyone uh, is doing well. So for those who are plugged in, if you haven't, please hit that thumbs up button, share your support for the channel. Hopefully the algorithms are in my favor and notify more people so they can plug in with this as well. And then also, uh, if you don't mind, hit that share button, put it out there so more people can find out about what we do over here from a contrarian viewpoint and to hopefully get people plugged in. And so people can find out what the, what the alternative side of things beyond all the mainstream media lies. So all right, got that out the way. All right, man. Uh, let me just check in with the chat real quick. Let me know if my audio is doing okay. Want to make sure that uh, everything is flowing as smooth as it can, even though uh, you know any minute now something is subject to happen. Just because it seems like that's what happens when you talk about juicy topics, such as what we're going to talk about this evening. And also, I want to make sure that uh, I'm trying to. I'm always trying to improve the quality of the show, and so I label it as the People's Talk Show. With the hopes of getting people uh, interested in wanting to call in, but I noticed last couple of sessions, I get carried away in my rants and everything in between, and I never get a chance to actually get as many calls because I've missed more calls than I actually get a chance to talk to people. So I want to get better with that. So I, I don't know how to dial it back or how to you know not get caught up in a rant because it's just usually a free thought that comes to mind, and I, I like to let my thought my thoughts flow freely as they come because they usually have some type of you know wisdom behind them. So. Um, but anyway, I'll do the best I can, but definitely I want to hear from you guys and also might do a little face to face this evening as well, where I get you guys a chance to plug in, be a face to face and uh, basically be a part time, partial co-host type of situation. Uh, I think it's a good way to get a chance to meet people in the community as well as give you guys a chance to uh, let your voice be heard or, you know, let your face be seen, depending on what happens. So, OK, uh, let me acknowledge a couple of people. And then I'll get through. I got maybe what six, seven different stories. Nothing really exciting. Just more of what's happening in the mainstream economy and everything in between, you know. But I'm definitely looking forward to find out what you guys are keeping your eyes on. Just because at this current moment, it's a it's what the twenty twenty second day in the first of the month, first of the year, and like you know, based upon now and where I think things might end up. <sighs> just it's just never gonna be a dull moment <laughs> and that's why i'm like uh you know all these stories until something really pops off yeah they're just all you know headline pieces nothing major really all right we got jay checking in appreciate you man we got uh toya appreciate you as well we got uh, juliet larry uh we got daryl checking in we got gene uh what else we got b rad he says monster boxes ethereum and chain link is my plan <laughs> thanks for all you do mike appreciate you man <laughs> uh, I like that. I, I, that's a pretty good diversified, uh, semi-diversified. You got the real tangible assets in the monster box. Then you got the digital distractions in the form of Ethereum and Chainlink. And of course, Ethereum is, you know, more 
likely to pop off. But then again, Chainlink, of course, is an oracle. Everybody in the software community seems to be using it. So it has its use case. So you know, I'm sure that's a good strategy, man. And I've also been thinking about like on my end, you know, because I, I'm sure just by just by a show of thumbs up in the chat for those who are tuned in right now. And also, if you're catching a replay, feel free to leave a comment. But, you know, how many people in the community actually speculate in the digital asset space? I would be curious to find out. I might even do a survey or something just to find out how many people have broadened their investor approaches towards uh, looking for opportunities in this current environment we're in now. So I'm curious to find out. So throw me a thumbs up if you guys do touch on the digital asset space. The reason I mentioned that is just because I was thinking earlier, because I follow a variety of subjects, projects, sectors, you name it. And there's a lot of things that I keep an eye on <laughs> that interests me. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't mind sharing some things that I uh, research with you guys if there's interest. But I don't want to just come out here, you know, because I'm not like, you know, one thing I don't want to do is like shield anything or, you know, whatever, just because, you know, it's not I don't want to do that. But if I have a couple of dollars in it, I don't mind telling my people about it. And so uh, Ebon, Dominic, thumbs up. Hi, Jeremy. How you doing? Please see the links in the description. I appreciate you, Gene. Rants are great. I appreciate you. And so the rants are great because to me, it's just free thought, things that come to mind. And the more I grab information from the chat and from the calls, it just formulates more thoughts. But then again, it takes away from the premise of the show, which was to get people involved. That's my focus with this show is to get people involved because, you know, when I do the, you know, the Q&A sessions where I interview people or do my little short, you know, one minute rants, those are my times of just trying to pour out things that come to mind. But, you know, the goal is to talk to you guys as best I can. All right. As of right now, that's what I'm doing. I'm ranting more than I want to. So <laughs> bear with me, man. I'm a, I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. Okay. So let me just get right into it. Let me do some uh, house cleaning real quick, just as far as some recommendations from my people. And as always, uh, I'm going to always go back to fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD, just because you never know who might be new to the fold and who may not be aware of the importance of being prepared for all the things that's being thrown our way from, you know, the government's desire to scare people with disease X, as well as all the uh, power outages, food, sure. I mean, you name it, throwing it all at us. And so fourpatriots.com gives people a chance to stack up in increments. Or if you got, if you want to go full steam ahead, they got everything you need. So as you guys can see on the screen here, they carry a variety of items here, all the way from old fashioned chocolate pudding plant-based protein survival kit. You got the whole eggs. You got four Patriots, uh, bountiful green plant foods. You got water sources here. You got water purifiers. And of course you got their emergency 2000 watt solar system. And of course I'm sure, not sure, but I know I have, I've had several blackouts, you know, 24 hour type boys in the last couple of months. And I'm grateful to have a couple solar panel energy generators for myself. But anyway, so, fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD. If you guys are interested, link is in the description. Check them out. Show them some love. And then also, because of all the craziness happening, you never can not have your med kit stacked as well. Because usually, like the ivermectin and stuff like that is good for, I think, a year, I was told. So, no, almost two years, depending on whatever. But at TWC forward slash health forward slash RTD, link is in the description, you can get yourself an emergency medical kit. And as it says here, get a prescription of medication needed for your survival. You get ivermectin, Z-Pak, amoxicillin, and more. 
And so you save 10% by using the code RTD at checkout. So if you guys are interested in finding out more, and of course, there's a lot of other things here as well uh, that could uh, be of use to you guys. So link is in the description. Check them out. Show them some love and uh, save 10% if you guys like with the code RTD. All right. Let's keep it moving, man. Let's keep it moving. Uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's a blessing to be able to share with you things that I take advantage of. And so hopefully you guys feel the value as well. All right, man, let's stop ranting. Let's get into some headlines, man, some things that caught my attention and let me know what you guys are thinking. And so the Supreme Court situation, it looks like Roberts and uh, what's her name? Um, what's her name? Other uh, uh, Amy, whatever. Yeah, those two justices apparently sided with the liberal left <laughs> in a sense on allowing more of the Southern invasion. So it says Supreme court rules five to four to allow Biden admin to cut Texas border barrier. And so I was thinking about this little decision that was made by our Supreme court and the Supreme court for the most part is looked at as the last line of defense when it comes to trying to, I guess what save our country or defend the constitution or whatever their job is supposed to be. But then again, as I mentioned several times before, when we get further into this chaotic time frame, rule of law and the enforcement of law and everything in between will be brought into question. And this type of activity here lets us know, you know, how could they justify, you know, intervening inside of a state's activities around its own jurisdiction when it comes to protecting their borders and overturn it. And for the most part, give the federal government legal action to be able to remove those barbed wire fences, everything in between. But then I also saw somebody comment on uh, the Supreme court and how at this current moment, they're pretty much irrelevant. And they were using the fact that the Supreme court also ruled against Joe Biden uh, basically canceling all that student debt. But according to reports, he's still out here calling himself canceling all types of student debt. And so if the Supreme Court told him that was unconstitutional, he couldn't do it. How is he still doing it? So it's one of the things where like, is the Supreme Court actually, is there, is there ruling actually relevant in this current time frame? It all depends on who's trying to enforce it. So anyway, man, but I'll get your love to get your guys' thoughts on this. Uh, uh, let me see. I'll keep it moving. Okay. I see a lot of activity what we got here. Uh, who's a Jew? 313 says, we'll love to interview you, Mike. Reach out to me, man. Uh, go to rethinkingadollar.com. Look in the top left-hand corner. Shoot me an email. Let's connect. Definitely love to chit-chat with my fellow people out here. Appreciate you, man. Okay, uh, here's another little something, not, not really major, but then again, it just got me thinking because it's spun about from the possibility of the G7 nations basically stealing Putin's or Russia's assets, 300 or so billion dollars. And so it looks like as a result of this, some of Putin's cabinet are whispering about them needing to reconsider basically, uh, what's it called, um, claiming stake to or questioning the validity of Alaska <laughs> and basically like they look in the annex Crimea, perhaps they might want to take Alaska back <laughs> and claim that it was a fraudulent sale or something in 1867. But it says Putin stokes tensions with the U.S. declares 1867 sale of Alaska illegal. And once again, reading through this article here, it's more of like a, just a attention getter 
doesn't give you any juicy nuggets or nothing like that, but it just gives a little bit of a history as to how Russia sold Alaska, or it says a brief history of Alaska became part of the United States. Russia sold it to in 1867 for 7.2 million, a deal considered to be mutually beneficial at the time. It says nowadays Alaska detached, detached piece of U.S. stands as one of the 50 states constituting the constituting the country and has been an integral part of it for over 150 years. Yada, yada, yada. So go down here. It just quotes a couple of things from Putin's cabinet, whatever. It's talking about before Americans seize our property abroad, they should remember we also have something to reclaim. And this was something that was said by the state Duma in 2022. And this is stemmed from a little recent uh, order that was signed, which has more to do with Russia taking inventory of all their assets, not necessarily referring to Alaska, but all their other assets closer to Ukraine and places in Europe and stuff like that. It's basically doing a head count of what they got and what's there so they know how to defend it outside of this $300 billion. So this is what this story is pretty much all about. But it's just entertaining to see that people are trying to basically say if the U.S. steals that $300 billion, then Russia is going to somehow, some way, try to come back and get Alaska. So that will definitely be a mess because Russia you know, and that region could literally, they, they can cause a lot of damage on top of the other things that's happening in the world. So, but anyway, let's keep it moving. Um, here's another interesting headline here that shows how bad things are in the banking sector. And clearly, I haven't looked at the BTPF chart lately, but it's good to say that banks are still borrowing from that special vehicle. And it's supposed to end in, what, a month and a half? So we'll see. But anyway, as delinquencies spike, banks are granting fewer credit lines. So basically, you know, from on a little side note, for my people who love utilizing debt to go out there and get monster boxes they may be they may be cutting down your your, your credit lines pretty soon so if you're gonna charge it might as well go ahead and charge it now <laughs> but anyway um it just gives more information here that how the federal reserve is commenting it says with the credit links to rates at its highest levels in more than a decade uh getting approved for a new credit line is getting harder the fed analyst says according to a new report from philadelphia fed 3.19 percent of credit card balances were at least 30 days late 30 days past due that's up from 2.76 in the second quarter and the highest level since 2012 so the fact that more people are using their cars now just for mere survival and they're not paying them back lets us know that uh, banks they're not just about giving out free free cash on their ledger so they're reducing it so don't be surprised if you know more credit cards are you know cut and credit is called back in so just some things that caught my attention and here's another interesting funny one (laughs) Representative Jamal Bowman co-sponsors a 14 trillion slavery reparations bill. And so here's a little quote. There was a tweet that says uh, Jamal Brown, Bowman and eight other members of Congress are pushing for reparations bill, which will cost 14 trillion, says when asked how they'll pay for this, Bowman said, quote, we'll spend it into existence. And so why, what's I, I just the ideology? behind you know you know and i want to i feel like i'm you know like name calling or i don't know what it is but what is it about like like just the certain democrats at that and and they happen to be the same skin tone as me just suggesting and saying stuff that's just stupid on the surface and underneath the surface like i you know everybody wants some votes i mean maybe if i was running for something i needed votes i'll say stupid stuff too but dang like we're just going to spend it into existence. Like we're already 
heading off a cliff and he's talking about spending 14 more trillion even though 14 more trillion will probably be created in his next banking crisis to prop up the banks and everything else but it's not coming to you or us or me but anyway i'm like i, I wouldn't even want a part of this 14 trillion just pay me in silver i take gold too but pay me in silver you know i i, I support this bill if i can get some type of amendment saying that you know or silver eagles from the united states men i'll sign that bill i co-sponsor that <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's just something that caught my attention and then here's another interesting story as well second largest landowner is a ccp member <laughs> and uh people don't find anything wrong with that and it says here according to report review by daily caller it's uh, shane i'm not gonna butcher his last name founder chairman of the ceo of global investment shane shanda group owns nearly two hundred thousand acres of land in oregon yeah two hundred thousand acres so uh yeah and on top of what bill gates own between the ccp what bill gates own they own pretty much everything that's not considered federal land but what are they gonna do with it mm, we'll find out okay keep it moving just some things that caught my attention and i thought this was just worth mentioning again even though i did a little, little short because they're literally framing this disease x as the next event they're telling us ahead of time they're forewarning us what they're going to unleash and then they say as a part of their scare tactic it's going to be 20 times deadlier than the previous and then i saw people comment like well you know actuality you know it was the flu the first time so i'm like if it was the flu the first time or whatever else it was if it's 20 times deadlier dangerous i would imagine they're going to really spice it up a little bit <laughs> but the whole point is that they they probably won't release it until everybody signed on to the treaty and they want it done by may so if there is a cause worth getting behind is to like a hashtag no international treaty and let that boy go viral or something like that so people can be like oh what treaty what treaty oh the treaty that our government's going to sign over your entire our government and our health rights and everything in between and then they're going to release something on us that treaty i'm talking about so you know i'm curious to get your guys thoughts on this feel free to have at it we'll talk about it and also here's another little uh visual aid that i shared in a little short but when it comes to doomsday prepper not only do we got a lot of celebrities now i showed a video of rick ross <laughs> you know talking about one up at elon musk i'm thinking like elon musk is you know 240 billion dollar net worth and rick ross was like what maybe like maybe 100 million he's talking about one up in elon musk and putting a garage like who the hell cares about garage in a bunker interesting man it's just entertainment of course but anyway so here's an interesting little map here showing you at as of now it says more than 56 percent of americans and canadians have gone have done something to prep for doomsday in the past 12 months it says most americans and canadians believe that a Natural disaster is most likely to cause an apocalyptic, apocalyptic scenario in their lifetime. It says only 2% of Americans and Canadians feel fully prepared. So I'm like, okay, I wonder what the criteria is to feel, to feel fully prepared. Like, how do you feel fully prepared? What's the, like, what, like, what do you have to have? Unless you like literally have a uber wealthy bunker with all everything in between it. If you can replace your entire life above ground, beneath ground, to me, that would be prepared because you can disappear for a couple months and sustain yourself. But if you ain't got a bunker, you ain't prepared. And even with a bunker, they got bunker busters. <laughs> so, you know, top of it, I'm thinking like, say, for example, this is off topic. This is a rant. But I'm thinking like, how about if the Lord returned during that time you're in a bunker? Of course, you know, 
if you're a member of the body of Christ, you'll be caught up. But then again, it's like, you know, that's just that's just weird to think about. Like you call yourself hiding, <laughs> but you're not really hiding from the one who matters most. Anyway, but just a little map here. Uh, it just talks about the United States with the most doomsday. And so just check out your state. Let me know what state you're in and see if you fall into that category. Because here in Michigan, we're about 15 percent. So it says U.S. states with the most doomsday prepper. So it's 15 percent here in Michigan. And of course, Maine, Nebraska, and Arizona are the most prepared states. And then Mississippi is 33. So where do you fall in on the category? It looks like people out west aren't deemed as being prepared or not as prepared as much. So, and then it says that which, uh, which of these do you believe to be the most likely apocalyptic scenarios in your lifetime? A natural disaster, an economic collapse, a pandemic, a nuclear war, all of the above, or two other. And so according to this graph here, 44, according to the people surveyed, let me find out the details. Uh, okay, so U.S. and Canadian, whatever, we conducted a survey of 5,000 people, 3,000 residents in the U.S., 2,000 in Canada. So 5,000 total, and this is what they came up with. Do you identify as a prepper? 91% said yes. And then it says, what's the likelihood of one of these events happening in your lifetime? 44%, 44% said natural disaster which to me is a more normal and natural reason to prepare. Lights go out, power go out, food not available, natural disaster, earthquake come through. Okay, economic collapse, that's very rare and far-fetched in between, happen every once a lifetime. So being prepared for that, what do you do? Gold, silver, whatever else you speculate with, having no debt, guns, ammo, stuff like that. Health situation. For the most part, the health situation that they're trying to prepare the world for, it's relatively new. And it has more to do with covering up the economic collapse. Not, and they're using natural disasters, man-made, of course. But and also the banking system and the monetary restructuring is underway. And on top of that, just a merger of public-private partnerships, i.e. the world order they're trying to form is the reason they're using pandemics. And then, of course, the nuclear war, 12%. And, and if a nuke drop, even a bunker's not going to hold up. So... Like, how do you, you know, get prepared? Just, you know, say your prayers and just, you know, see you in heaven, like just right out type of thing. So, uh, you know, so that's just, you know, some things that caught my attention. And then we all heard about DeSantis. So we got Vivek and DeSantis out. And for whatever reason, Haley has called herself still running as if like anybody's voting for her. She's like a puppet of the puppets. But anyway, um, it's just interesting to see how this presidential race <laughs> selection race is turning out as if there's ever a contest on the GOP side. So once again, if this is continues to play out, Trump is just sweeping through the country. Everybody's backing him, And it's unfortunate. Even Tucker Carlson is talking about the threat of him being taken out, unfortunately, and that'd be very sad. But then again, yeah. Okay. What else we got here? Oh, another little story about what's happening in this new economy that's forming. I've been thinking a lot about a lot of the main street activity and the deliberate attack against the family, the labor force, the financial structure, the health system. I mean, every area of our lives is being restructured and, re and retested right now. And I'm thinking like literally we are in a new economy, 100%, where the tactics, strategies, even the educational system that was given to us 20, 30 years ago, that industrial mindset is irrelevant. Like literally, like 
after this next little hiccup, collapse, restructuring, whatever it's going to be called in the history books, we come out on a whole other side of a, and in need of an entirely new paradigm as to how each individual exchanges value into the world. And even if we're allowed to, because the way they're setting this up is you won't be able to participate into society unless you got your social credit, social, social credit score is high. You're digitally plugged into their systems and you're up to date with all your health stuff. If you want to participate in the society they're creating, that's what you're going to be required to have. So then again, like you won't be able to participate in mainstream economy. So you're going to have to have the underground economy, like in the opportunities that come from that. So that in and of itself is a problem that needs solutions. So I've been thinking about, okay, how can I, you know, prepare myself mentally as well as offer, you know, some solutions to others heading into this new world economy that is being, uh, you know, done right in front of us. But here's a little headline that came out uh, today. It says Vroom. I never even heard of Vroom until I saw the fact they cut in 800 jobs. Wind down used vehicle uh, e-commerce business. So I don't even know what Vroom is, but I know one thing, 800 people are right now, you know, making some tough decisions right now. That's and that's one thing I see. Anyway, um, that's what it is, man. That was just some headlines that caught my attention this afternoon. And uh, as always, this is the time where you, my people, get a chance to let your voice be heard. And so I'm going to open up these phone lines. And the goal is feel free, call in, share what's on your mind. And while I'm at it, let me just go ahead and get uh, a little face-to-face link. And you guys can call in and join me face-to-face. And it's just more so just checking with me, man. I, get, I love to be able to meet new people and just see what's on your radar. And while you're at it, hit that thumbs up button. And give me one second here. I always be heard. All right, we got a call. Let's get this call in here. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike from Columbia, California. Mike from Cali. What's going on, my friend? Give me some good news. Uh, have you heard about this? Uh, what is it? Ultra low emission zones? Ultra low emission zones. No, I have not. Educate me, please. Uh, so they got this thing going on in uh, London right now. And uh, they got these little cameras that go in and... Uh, oh, if you're driving a, a petrol car, they'll uh, go and send you a bill every time you pass. If you're driving past your limit or whatever. <laughs> it's, it, it's... Now, I was just wondering if you uh, talked to your boy uh, Maneko at all about it or if he had anything about it, you know. But um, <laughs> what these guys are doing, these guys are called Blade Runners. They're going around, they're masking up, mm-hmm. and they're going around and cutting up up. Uh, cutting these poles down with these cameras that cost $7,000 per camera, mm-hmm. or they're putting a sticker on the thing or painting it, or <laughs> the people had enough, Mike. So, you, uh, you know, when we go talk about a digital currency and stuff like that. This is what I think of. This is what I think the revolt's going to look like. Mm-hmm. People are going to cut every copper cord that there is. Every phone line will be down. Yeah. Like, you can't implement a system if the infrastructure's not there. Like, so... Yes. So real quick. So I I did. I I have seen reports about um, uh, people putting stickers and stuff on the cameras. And I want to say so that's in the UK. But then again, there's another. Okay, there's another thing with the surveillance state that's taking place in New York, where there's a there's a region in New York where 
or even I think it's downtown, downtown Manhattan, stuff like that. They're ticketing, they're ticketing people using a camera. So the cameras, the CC, the closed caption cameras, they're literally scanning license plates and sending people tickets uh, for was it like you know was it like using you know you like just driving in the city during certain time frames or something like that it was crazy where i'm like that's in new york go ahead i got another one you could look up uh the people that uh you know how they're combating that in new york how how? little magnets of like leaves Uh or like super glue in like a piece of paper on there Mm -hmm. or something that just blocks half of their license plate you could look that up too so it's one little magnet or something on the on the thing, are they paying over a gloss so, like, when it takes a picture, it it, it only shows the bright light? Yeah. Like, <laughs> there, there's ways of defeating these infrastructure systems. Like, you, you know, so gloom and doom. You know, beware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and let's just say, let's just say, if uh, you know, we're going to be in a commodity super cycle, mm-hmm. like. Uh, I know tweakers sure like that copper, and copper sure is required for a bunch of this infrastructure. So we get ten dollars a pound copper. I don't know how much of this infrastructure is actually going to be going down. So right, right. <laughs> you know, so so there there's ways to fight this uh, on the ground level, like that people are doing. I don't condone, you know, violence or nothing. Right, but, right. Like, I understand. <laughs> but hey, there, man, there's, there's just. I, I, pre- doing. I appreciate you calling it and keeping us up to date with that. Like I, I was aware of it, but I, I don't think I've talked about it all. So thanks for calling in, my friend. Yeah, you guys could look up uh, Blade Runners. They're, they're the guys that they dress up in dinosaur suits and go and block the cameras too. Like if they don't, if they're not the type to go cut the cameras down, they just they're having fun with it too. So they just go and stand in front of the camera with the dinosaur costume. Blade Runners take action. Okay, all right, man. Appreciate you calling. I, I follow the Blade Runners right now. Appreciate you. Keep it easy. You uh, keep uh, your weight up, huh? All right, for 100%, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, good stuff. Appreciate the call. Um, so here, Blade Runners take action after London installs cameras to track, find drivers in uh, name of climate. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, think about this. Like, man, like, man, man, man. All these cameras going up globally. That's the thing. Like, they globally. The camera's up everywhere. Making sure they see and track and trace everything. All right, phone lines are open. Give me a call. What else is on radar? Or feel free to throw out some thoughts, ideas, suggestions in the chat, and uh, we'll touch on it. What other subjects worth bringing to the forefront? Let me make sure make sure the phone is available, and uh, we'll make it work. Okay, so we check in the chat real quick. And for those who are plugged in, definitely, as I always say, hit the thumbs up button. Show your show your love for the channel. And then, of course, while I'm at it, want to make sure I remind people if you are interested in supporting the channel. Uh, there's some information in the description where you can contribute, i.e. a donation in many forms, uh, just to show your support for the channel. And of course, it helps me on the back end. So that is definitely appreciated. So what else we got here in the chat? And also, I put that link out there for face to face. If anybody want to connect with your boy. Uh, drone zone, the speed cameras on catch minorities, the speed camera on catch. Minorities, it happened to me in Elk Grove, Cali. Really, they got you, Johnny. They got you. <laughs> uh, hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hello? Yeah, Mike. Steve Pimmery denied. Steve, what's going on, my friend? Hey, not too much, buddy. Hey, I'll, start off, I'll start off with Acts uh, chapter 4, verse 12. Okay, go ahead. Uh, salvation, salvation, uh, this is referring to Jesus. 
salvation is found in no one else, uh, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to get that in there. <laughs> appreciate it. Word, this the word of the day. I got you. Get appreciate it. <laughs> Hey, have, have, have you heard? Have you heard? Have you seen this clip where Trump is saying that uh, he won't allow CBDC? Oh, oh, yeah, good point. Good point. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Man, man, man. So, like, one thing that bothers me about this whole campaign procedure that they go through is that he's literally out here telling, telling people what they want to hear. A and then B, any type of attack or approach that he's putting out there it's literally like it, it it's a it's, it gives the enemy your opponents a way to combat it to make sure like if you if you talk all these things you're going to do you're unraveling everything that they're trying to accomplish do you really really think they're going to let you in the white house like do you really think they're going to let this go smoothly like it's one thing like you know you shut your mouth and just work quietly and just get things done but you telling the world what you're going to do and it goes against what they're everything they stand for like it's, it's, he, oh, but once again, that's why I'm not buying into it. I know this is all part of the psyop, but anyway, I don't want to run out. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We already saw, we already saw what Nuvalis Nora Harari had to say about that. Uh, <laughs> what do you say? If, if, if Trump gets through the White House, uh, that's the death blow to the to the New World Order. Yeah. So they, 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 yeah, it, it sounds like they sound like they will try to get him out of there by any means necessary. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, sometimes we forget. Sometimes we forget who's running, who's been given permission to run this world. This is the devil's playground. Right, right, right. As it says, yeah, as it says in Matthew chapter four, where the devil himself uh, tempted Jesus. Uh, Chapter, I mean, chapter four, verse one through eleven. He offered Jesus the entire world, the (laughs) kingdom, and, and. and, and that did not that did not eliminate uh, the United States either. <laughs> all governments were included. That and I and I and I and I offer given to him. All governments were included. <laughs> Correct. If people just wake up, just like the movie, uh, what leave the world behind? That you know, believers and non-believers watch that movie, and they everybody kind of comes to the conclusion: Hey, there's something going on there. Yeah. And it, there's something going on here. But if people look, if, if people take that movie and, and, and look at these other things the same way, mm-hmm. the same way as did the movie, all of this stuff is right there in front of the face. Yeah. Uh, uh, example, example. Uh, the Washington Monument is an Egyptian phallic symbol. Uh, you know, and those things are worldwide. Yeah. Albert, Albert Pike in D.C. wrote the book Morals and Dogma, which he dedicated the book to Lucifer. And it also it also contains uh, describes the three world wars. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the the, the the Rolling Stones song "Pleased to Meet You." Mm-hmm. Um, listen, listen to that carefully and, and what it's saying. Yeah, uh, satanic satanic symbols on the money. Uh, <laughs> the, the, e, the EU building six 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 United Nations Plaza. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, everybody everybody can look all of this stuff up. It, this, the streets of D.C. laid out in the pentagram uh, with the White House sitting at the mouth of it. Yeah. <laughs> the, Lucifer, the Lucifer telescope on Mount Graham. <laughs> the pentagon is shaped. Hey, man. The hey. pentagon is shaped at, at, at the pentagram. Yeah, yeah. You drop, you drop, you drop in too many truth bombs, man. You might mess around and get me uh, kicked off YouTube, man. 
But no, let me. Hey, I got so let me get some more calls in. Though. I appreciate you. Let me get a couple more people in now. All right, God bless, bro. Appreciate. Thank you. Later. All right, before I get to a call, let me get to a face to face. So, who do I have here joining me? My name is Mike. Nice to meet you. How you doing, Mike? Mike. Nice to meet yeah. you, Mike. Nice background. You in uh, you in a dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Uh, I guess what is it like? The, I don't know. Some some kind of mystical place. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> basically, That's I'm. Um, my my mind. I'm thinking about. Uh, it seems like at least from the news, I've I've been hearing it. Things like that. That uh, the people who are pushing back are actually doing a lot of damage. They're they're getting a lot of a lot of uh, things put forward that uh are causing problems for the the globalists to like yeah. have to fight and it's, it's i feel like we're actually kind of turning the tide and what we're actually winning yeah. even especially in the in, yeah especially even in, in the in the realm of like the um trans issue or other issues that like we're just getting so much progress but they're still fighting for it you know they're still fighting to to destroy this world you know the the yeah. the, <laughs> the people in the media and things like that are really really pushing for it but it's it's like if you have half a brain you just you can't sit and listen to that you know what i mean <laughs> so i feel like the more exposure we can get to that the better it'll be uh for you know for everybody to to be and the, the harder we'll push back yeah yeah and, and that's why i would like to always keep a smidget of hope that yeah. we can prolong this craziness because we can't mm -hmm. stop it in its entirety because I believe from a spiritual standpoint, there's a chain of events that must occur to get us to yeah. our final destination as a, as a human species. But I don't want it to happen like this. <laughs> you know, sure, like, sure. I would like to be a part of something that can bring about the change that I want to see in the world, like Gandhi said. But absolutely. You know, yeah, like, yeah. It, it just, but then again, I want to be realistic. I know that there is an enemy, i.e. Satan, Lucifer, that there's evil in the world that literally is trying to. Yeah, kill, still and destroy. So it's that. It's that, I want to be realistic, but then again, I want to be hopeful. Like it's that balance of like, uh, so yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, and, I, I and, wish everybody luck. But I want people to continue to fight as best you can. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I was gonna say, but that same thing, the same idea that like we can't be, we can be hopeful, but we don't want to be foolheartedly. You know, we don't, we don't want to be going in there thinking, oh, we're gonna win, and then like, I know we do win in the end, but at the same time, it's it's like you don't want to. Right. You know, you want to fight as much as you can for for what you have and for what you, what we what we've earned. You know, right. So right, and that's the thing. Like, what 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 would a win look like in this life, given all the circumstances, given how everything is destined to play out? What is a, what would a win look like in this life? In, to your, in your opinion, in my opinion, I, I'm I'm focused specifically on, uh, like converting people, uh, and in a sense, like evangelism, things like that, trying to get more and more people into the kingdom. And so that mm. they're, you know, we're saving souls and, and, uh, I want to push it back at least, you know, you know, 120, 200 years, whatever. Like I want to, I want to keep it, keep us fighting and keep us having a lot more people that come into the kingdom eventually. Yeah. Hey man, that, hey, that was a, that was an answer I wasn't expecting. So that right there, definitely <laughs> that, that right there, like that, that's the win of win. So yeah, man, I like that, yeah. man. But no, of course. appreciate you joining me, man. I want to get to get some more pleasure. calls, but. Thank you for being courageous enough to join me and share your thoughts and, of course, share your, your faith as well. So I appreciate you, my Thank friend. Thank you. Thank you. Right, it's my See you. Have a good one. Good stuff, man. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Always good to have people in the community joining me face-to-face. -face. So I did miss some calls. Forgive me. But, you know, the face-to-face -face get first priority over calls. <laughs> so if you want to let your voice be heard, I'll put that face-to-face -face out there again so you guys can join me. Anyway, um, let's have at it. Give me a call. 
uh, once again, I, I apologize for the calls, but I had a legitimate excuse. I had somebody on air. <laughs> Hello, caller. What's name? Where you calling from? Hello, Mike. How you doing? This is Tony from Oakland. TB. How you doing, boss? Man, I am blessed today because we almost had one to put the lights out. You didn't know about it? Hold on. What put light? What, what you talking about? Give me. I didn't know about it. Bring it to the table. What we got? Uh, we had a CME man that went south instead of directly at Earth. That was five times bigger than Earth. Oh, really? Let me. Uh, look and this they ain't up. gonna tell you about it. Uh, let me see. Okay, give me. Uh, so yeah, I didn't hear anything about it. So go it's ahead. on Noah's website. Noah's, on Noah's website. Noah's website. Yeah, Noah's website. Yeah, every, yeah, NOAA. Uh, everybody should go look that up. Um, the, the reason everybody's building bunkers is because they know that there is a uh, every twelve thousand years come around, uh, the Earth does a a rotation mm-hmm. on its axis, and the magnetic pulls shift. Mm-hmm. That's how we that's how we create the Grand Canyons. That's how we get the Rocky Mountains. Mm-hmm. That's how we we get all these other all these other things that we don't know how it happened. Right. It's because the Earth has flipped. And now we're at our 12,000-year point, mm-hmm. and it's going to flip again. And my belief is that they know about this, mm-hmm. and they fully expected this to come. It's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it out there, my opinion. Yeah. They fully recognize this, to, and they figured a little early. They figured it happened around 2020. That's why they're scrambling now, mm-hmm. is my opinion, mm-hmm. is why they're scrambling now in order to try to capture some of that that they thought was going to be lost. But this thing is coming. It's not a matter of if, it's when. Uh, they put it somewhere around, uh, I've, I've read and I've, I've heard and I've listened, that they put it around somewhere around 2030, 2040 time frame. Mm-hmm. But I think that they they second-guessed themselves and put it at the 2020 time frame is why they shut down everything and, uh, and had everybody pigeonhole where they were at. Because when this thing goes off, you're where you are you are mm-hmm. ain't no sense of, you, you can't get to montana from chicago <laughs> yeah there, there will there will be none of that so you are where you are and people need to start prepping for when the lights go out and all you have is caveman style caveman status <sighs> okay um man that's a lot to unpack there um so like as you're describing <laughs> these these events that right. they're afraid of and that they're aware of the very first thing comes to my mind of events of this magnitude that I'm aware of. And I actually looked it up a little bit. I was looking at uh, the seventh, uh, the the seven trumpets and the events that are occur in Revelation and talking about, you know, a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, a third of the star, so that a third of them was darkened, a third of the day did not shine, the night, night likewise. So I'm thinking about all these natural changes that are, will occur, you know, like, could this also be kind of linked into the concerns as well? They, you know, cause you know, the, 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 the same people you're referring to are the same ones that are aware of this Satanism and all the one world government, the market to be all that stuff like that. They're also aware of that as well. And so how can, could this all be interlinked? You know what I'm saying? Like they realize, so this biblical prophecy that literally they're trying to prepare for as well. What are you thinking? No, because no, because they, they tell you, they told you everything in reverse. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they they give you in my opinion again. I mean, please don't don't castrate me for this. <laughs> uh, my opinion is the book the book that everybody calls the Bible mm-hmm. is a book that the the uh, the original people that.
-hmm. So they use the stars. And then the people that we talk about that, that know this sort of stuff and regurgitate it, they stole that information, wrote themselves into the book, and then handed it back to us to get them to get us to believe that this is what thus said the Lord. Mm. Okay. Okay. And and we we, we we fall for it. Now I'm not saying I'm not saying everything in the Bible's fake. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that they regurgitated it back to us and gave us what they wanted us to have mm-hmm. in the Gutenberg Bible. Okay. I mean, anything's possible. And they know what is <laughs> Yeah, anything is possible. And that's where, like, a lot, lot like the, the, the information you're sharing and the information I was hinting at, you know, is how we formulate our beliefs and our opinions and everything in between. And so, you know, like, right. what, like, what right. is truth? We're going to find out. Like, that's right. one thing is guaranteed. We will all find out what is true and what's not. <laughs> so, but I hear you, though, man. But well, well, Go ahead. And then the, the, I'm going to tell you one more that you, you, you and I'll let you go. Let somebody else get in here. Yeah. Uh, the, the atom on the element chart is what number? The atom on the element Six. chart? For what Six. element? Six. Six? Okay. Well, Take six protons, six neutrons, and six electrons to make up a human being. Okay. I'm not, I mean, like, I'm not aware of, I'm not aware of that was calculations offhand, so I'll take your word at it. Yeah. No, oh, you need to, I'm asking you to do I'm asking anybody to do the research. But, okay. Uh, yeah. That's that's your 666. <laughs> okay. The mark of the beast. Look it up, brother. I'm okay. going to let you go, though. Let's get in. All right, man. Appreciate you. Good talking at you. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Um. So that is, that is, I mean, that's some real stuff, man. So I uh, pulled up, let me see. I pulled up that solar, solar. Where does it go? Where'd it go? There we go. Could a solar storm this week cause tech disruptions? Like, like a solar storm, like there's nothing that the governments, the powers that be can actually stop. If it's like literally, it is, I would consider this a God sanctioned event because it's coming from beyond our atmosphere and was sweeping through this planet. If it does occur the way that they're, you know, predicting it. I mean, because my assumption is, I without even know, I don't even get into like this level of information just because you know there's nothing I can do about it. So it's like you know that's one less thing to worry actually worry about. But you know, it, it, I'd imagine since this entire sphere, is, if that's what it, you know, yeah, you know, if this is all what it is painted to be, then we've been having flares and all types of stuff for a long time. And I personally, I question. You know, the science is given to us, knowing that it's already swayed to their advantage because they're the sources of this information to where they be throwing out dates and times like TB, you mentioned 12,000 years. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, like, you know, of course, there's documentation and stuff like that. But it's like, ah, you know, like, I mean, it can take me down rabbit holes that is just not worth going down for me because it's like when people and, I, you know, you got the creationists and you got the evolutionists. Whenever I hear people throw out, whenever I'm, I hear, I watch an interview, I hear somebody talk, and their first thought is, Earth is 25 billion years old. I'm like, oh, I turn it. I'm like, oh, this guy, like, he, you know, like, you know, part, and like, you know, because I, I can't relate to it because I'm more of a creationist. And so, like, to throw out numbers like that, I'm like, dude, like, that's, that's not from you. Like, you did not, that information did not originate from you because you say 52 billion years old. The next guy with the PhD is going to say 45. So who right? Who knows? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I don't know what I'm ranting about. Anyway, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. But my point is, 
like these are events that could occur and there is no real such thing as being prepared for them other than the, the practical things that's within your reach because anything outside of your reach and your control immediately it's all on god anyway so whether it's it happens or it don't whether it's you know things you can control or you can't it's all on god you know what i'm saying like literally like it's all we all it's all dependent upon him and that's where i'm like you know don't worry be of good courage trust in the lord <laughs> uh -huh. uh the documentation is being researched in antarctica okay tb i'll be curious to find out more about that so if you come across that shoot me the email and i'll definitely look, look at that just because the antarctica is very a very interesting story so there's two things there's two theories i have which i will i'd be will i'd be i'm very it's i'm very confident and i'm and is you know it's, it's not too often i can say i'm like a hundred percent right but there's two things i'm confident confident in for me in this life two things that i won't experience i will not get a chance to venture down into antarctica and to go within antarctica period and i will not be allowed to leave this atmosphere so no matter what happens up there or down there i won't know about it because i won't get a chance to see it in his life more than likely and neither will you and i wonder why that is why that's intentionally being done we got all this chaos happening around the world supposedly on every planet we all eight billion people we can't get along but then again everybody trying to go build colonies up there and nobody talks about going down there. That's the only untapped resources, rich, naturally rich, rich resource in the, that we have left. And they're trying to keep that to themselves. And all countries are able to come into an agreement that they don't talk about down there and they don't go down there. Hmm, what's down there? So I was like, yeah, there's a lot of things that we'll never find out in this life. Going out of space and going down south is, is two of those things. But then again, it, I could be wrong uh appreciate the love offering it says i got a, that's a sticker appreciate you appreciate you <sighs> what else we got um only holly weird fell apart domino effect Antarctica does not appear on the un flag which is fe map google image it yeah like yeah I, you know i just internet man the internet if you if you if you go looking for stuff you'll find it and if you go find it you'll see some stuff where you'll be like mm, i don't really know if i really believe what i'm being told when you're deliberately not allowed to go within antarctica you can take a cruise down there for ten thousand fifteen thousand but you can't go venture off on your own you and your homies on a the weekend then they'll say it's too cold oh really admiral bird go look up the general admiral bird like all his video footage it's a lot of it's a lot of green down there Hmm, I wonder what else is down there. Point in case is there's a lot more than what we'll ever know. And unfortunately, I fell into the category of being one of the people who don't think this thing is a round circle. <laughs> I just don't believe it. I could be wrong, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Who tells them NASA? Like NASA, yeah, NASA, man, NASA is literally like Hollywood. Like literally, like I just watch this let me see let me share this uh let me watch this this i saw this uh let me let me see it i saw this let me grab it real quick let me where am i go i saw something 
that really tripped me out, made me laugh. Uh, NASA. Oh, let me bring this up now. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> it says NASA postpones plans to send humans to the moon. So, mind you, NASA hasn't been to the moon ever, in my opinion. But according to the information and stuff they fed us, it was 1963, 19s, whatever time frame that was, and Kennedy was the last time we went to the moon. And there's been so many excuses as to why we can't. And so what it says here, uh, what, it, what we got here it says, who, uh, Eugene, who visited the moon in 1972, was, a, was the last person to walk on the Earth's nearest neighbor. So once again, Eugene, I don't know. I never knew about that in 1972. So once again, it's postponed until 2026. And I would be willing to bet between now and 2026, we're going to have a lot more problems and concerns and sending people to the moon. So, yeah. Excuses. Excuses. Yeah, I've seen that too. If you look at any of those logos for any of those entities, they are questionable, to say the least. All right, let's get a call. Let's get a call. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Yeah, Mike. Steve Beamer in Region 9 again, bro. Steve, give it to me. What you got, man? Hey, I forgot to give you this. Uh, it's uh, It was from August 9th, 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, Federal Reserve docket, docket number OP1600. Uh, once again, that's Federal Reserve docket number OP1600. One six seven. I mean, one six seven zero. Yeah. What about it? And, and what it talks. What it talks about is the. Um, uh, well, I just read uh, the the main economic attributes of a technically effective currency rest on three functions. Mm-hmm. They're talking about digital stuff. Yeah. Uh, a, a unit of account, a store of value, and a medium of exchange. They list three. In, in this docket, mm-hmm. but they add a they add a fourth. I don't know why they just didn't say four, but they they label those three, and then there's a fourth one, and the last one is a means of social control. Mm. <laughs> really, a means of social control. Yeah, that's that's federal Federal Reserve docket number OP one six seven zero. All right, send, do me a favor. Send me that to me via email real quick, if you can. If okay. Because I'll pull it up because I'll, I'll know I'll be taking too long to find it. But if you don't mind sending it to me, I'll, I'll share it. If not tonight, tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah no problem. Hey, and the, and the last thing before I go to, uh, that uh, I, I would trust no no man or no woman on this planet um, over over that Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wouldn't trust her man or woman over that bible it's been it's been 100 accurate telling the beginning from the end yeah and and and, and to me to me it, it i think god is smart enough to, to keep his bible intact yeah i yeah. mean that, and, that, or, so, and, and or keep all the most important relevant stuff that really matters for your individual salvation intact because correct regardless of all the extracurriculars it's either Jesus Christ is or he wasn't, or he is or he isn't. Correct. If he is, 
the beginning of the end, the Savior, the Son of God, for die for your sins, then then you're good. That's the most important part of the entire book for me in this person uh, in this life right here. Absolutely, my brother. And on that, I'll I'll, I'll let you go. Appreciate you, man. Have a good night, boss. Take care. Yep. Later. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, man. God did. <laughs> uh, man, I'm just <laughs> that uh, Rick Ross video, man. It was fun to make. <laughs> I was trying to get some laughs and giggles. But he was like, he's just so animated. He's just an animated guy. Bunker. Elon Musk. I'm going to gotcha. Uh, what if there wasn't a Bible, which is very true. But then again, if there wasn't a Bible, then, then again, there'll be no standard. Then event, there'll be no standard or criteria, which men could to be held accountable to therefore to be free reign. And if it was literally free reign with no standard of moral value, excellence or nothing, you know, just the core tenets of the, the law, you know, the first 10 commandments, just those 10 commandments have been utilized through modern civilization for all government structures, even though we're far away from it, but just, you know, thou shalt not kill, steal, destroy, thou shalt have no other God. Like, if you remove that part, thou shalt not kill, destroy, those are all social economic values that are just core tenets for civilization. So without those, mankind would literally, like, you know, there would there wouldn't be much of a compass to guide our day-to-day activities because it'd be free nailing, free willing on everything. So that'd be very different. I can't say, you know, I couldn't I couldn't imagine not having some type of moral compass to use as a guide. But thank God, through the law being fulfilled in Christ, now the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us, which takes on a whole nother form of a compass that we're supposed to be led by daily. So it's interesting. Who, who knows, man? But that's where I'm like, you know, I personally I'm not, the, you know, inquisitive type where I need to know those type of answers. It's above my pray grade, you know what I'm saying? So I don't really, you know, if it's not like directly related to my salvation in, in, in general, everything else, I'll let people have their opinions on because, uh, you know, I, you know, it's, it's, it's beyond, it's beyond me. So I don't need to, I don't need to be right or wrong in that department. Um, uh, will be in a great flood story. Uh, Rolf, I'm not familiar with, uh, the Epic of Gilgamesh. I've heard of it, but once again, you know, I, I don't go like diving deep just because you tend to be led astray more than you are to be edified and encouraged. And yeah, you know, I just, this is just not something that I'm familiar with. So I don't tend to go down that far of a rabbit hole, even though there could be truth there, but yeah. What, what, what good would that truth be? Like adding extra truth on top of whatever is your core principles of faith. It has more, it can do more damage than good at the end of the day, because the deceiver would love to confuse believers into thinking that maybe if you take a bite of this apple, it won't be that bad. You'll know good and evil. Maybe God, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm very, I try to be cautious on going too down too deep because some things aren't just meant to not be known about. And so it can easily twist and distort your theology and speak. And I, I can go down and rabbit hole. Yeah. Speaking of theology, I was literally, um, I was, I, you know, I was in Utah, Salt Lake a couple of days ago. And from that, 
I'm not sure how my wife got me thinking, you know, we were talking about the Mormons and I was actually, I was looking, I was reading the, reading the Bible in the hotel, looking for like, you know, John Smith, looking for the, the Latter-day Saints Bible, whatever, just, just to see what words were different. And so we got it talking about polygamy and stuff like that. And actually since then watched a video or two and, and seeing how, 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 how thick it is in Utah. And I'm thinking like, that's the primary example of a, the formation of an ideology that distorted that, that, that distorted truth. So John Smith took the Bible, twisted it, tweaked it for his own personal uses, incorporated his own interpretations and prophecies or whatever, and created a whole different lineage of theology now that got people like getting married, getting 20, 30 wives, and you know, it's it's, it's a family called the Kingston family. I'm I'm ranting a little bit, but just stuff I just found about with the last couple of days that I didn't know about. But the Kingston family like run Utah and they got their hands in everything, but they all like cousins, brothers and sisters, and they, you know, incest. They, they, it's just, man, it's, I just didn't know about this stuff, but that's a form of theology that has gone rampant to where, you know, they, people justify having 30, 40 wives. It's like, I, yeah, just, I'm going to stop, leave it at that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> the internet got folks thinking they're scholars. <laughs> the internet to do that to you. <laughs> I did read a great. Uh, this is this is from um, Jim Rome, I think it was. You know, the late great Jim Rome, public speaker, motivational speaker. I think he mentioned that just by reading three books, reading a subject on three books would technically classify you as an expert in that field because within those three books given the source and validity of those books you'll have more applicable knowledge than an average person which means that you can then from that knowledge create a service a certain something like that off of it you know what i'm saying so you know it, it used to be books now it's the internet <laughs> so um what else we got all right, well, I don't know. I'm just rant, man. But anyway, it's been an hour, man. <laughs> Had to get some laughs in. I enjoyed it. <sighs> All right, so what we got? Yeah, so for those who are checking in, I appreciate you guys for blessing with your presence. As always, click the links in the description for all the resources you need. And as always, we'll make sure if you guys want to be a blessing to this community, as always, I'll never say no. Financial support is definitely welcome and appreciate it because it helps me. And also, it encourages me. It shows me that there's people out there that find value in the community, my rants, the information, or whatever. So consider being a contributor via donation. Link is in the description. And if not, just your presence is a blessing in of itself. And I pray that God blesses you for blessing me with your presence and everything in between. So you guys have a great night. Be blessed, be safe, and I will see you tomorrow, Lord willing. Shalom.